water real quick. Just one second. No, you please make some noises, please. Some wet mouth noises. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, hey, guys, and welcome back to the motherfucking Prince Street Review. Word. Oh, my God, Word. I forgot what it was called. Word to your fucking mother, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we kind of took a hiatus, but it's okay. A hiatus. A hiatus. Is Hi- that how you say is it? Is it a hiatus? Maybe. Hiatus. Sorry. You tell them. No, you tell them. What was that noise? Did you hear that? No, she's going crazy. That was um, really creepy. I really disliked that. <laughs> Yesterday, Heather and I were watching... Um, sorry, Heather, if you don't enjoy your name being on the podcast, suck it up. Heather and I were watching um, a horror movie called Anything for Jacob, which... Jackson. Anything for Jacob. Jackson? Anything for Jackson. Hurry Jackson. up. Um, anyway, it's a very good movie. I would definitely advise anybody who wants to to watch it. Um, <laughs> it's a horror film, as always. And then, like, just halfway through, we had a really loud banging noise, and it sounded like it was in my apartment. We also had heard running up and back upstairs, and I don't think anybody lives there, so we were kind of like, oh, a bit spooped. And then I went out there, and I was like, genuinely, I was like, what the fuck? And the front door had, like, like, the front door was closed, but all the other doors were open. And I was like, what Wait, I'm sorry, what? 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 All the other apartment doors were open? Like, as in, all the doors in my apartment were open. But the front door was closed, but the front door was already closed, so I don't know where the, where the slamming sound came from. I hated it. I hate that. No, no, yeah. no. So, no. this so apartment we... doesn't feel like it's got anything in it. My old house down in East Lake, down the good old East Lakes was definitely haunted. There was a time when my sister and I were both in the bathroom and we were just having a chat. I was pissing and she was just standing there. That's hot. And then both of us like stopped because in the peripheral of my eye I saw this like black thing in the bathtub and then she also like stopped speaking at the exact same time as me and was like do you see that and I was like yes what the fuck that's like it's insane we called our ghost Ranjit in um Ranjit he's like yeah I don't know where it came from but it was its name for like eight years that I lived there that's disgusting I hate that yeah I'm not, um, I'm not a fan of <laughs> hauntings anyway so now that that tangent's over um this i didn't make this story too long i did add a surprise segment before our who would you fuck this week who i know exactly who i have by the way um but i also added another surprise segment um as well before that because i you know fill out the story that i did last night very quickly and may not be (laughs) amazing it may not be be delicious may not be the most um uh, professional (laughs) put together report but do you really come here for that that's the real question. But I mean, I was supposed to do this one and I did not. Oh, it's okay. I totally assumed you wouldn't. Totally so it's fine. Forgot she literally, like, last time I saw her, like, a couple weeks ago, she was like, oh, you do not do it. Shut do not up. touch it. I am doing the next one. It's on me. I'm doing it. Me, and me, I was me, like, me, yeah, me. yeah, yeah, sure, mate. Sure, sure ting, brother. And I did not pull and through. And she did not pull through Sorry, because guys. it is... Um, But we come back at you with a better microphone, so you won't have to hear, like, fuzzy iPhone um, audio (laughs) recordings. Um, And the best thing is it's less work, right? Not because we put so much effort into this. It's less work for Skylar and I, which is ridiculous because already we put so little effort into this. (laughs) Now there's even less effort. I'm so stoked. Um, So what are we talking about this week? Do not rush me. <laughs> Do not. How? Maybe the people me. want to know how you are, Skylar. Oh, I'm really well. Um, I stacked it in the bathtub this morning, and I have a few bruises. I hurt. She's got a couple battle wounds. I do have battle wounds. Um, other than that, I am. You don't have to be that close to the microphone. Other than. I said that. Other than that. So look, I'm gonna turn it for you. When this light is red, what? it means that you're blowing the speaker. <laughs> And so we can like do it every now and then, but if you're just like right up against it, <sighs> you're blowing the speaker. When you were, uh, yeah, yeah, I am, buddy. <laughs> but when it, it's obviously naturally going to happen when we laugh and shit, guys, you got it behind the scenes of the technological aspect of it. Um, but yeah, so it's going to happen when we laugh and shit. But when you're like right there, it's a constant. <laughs> I want to sit. But that was the point. The point was that like you know back when we did it through the iPhones, we literally had to have it up to well, our fucking faces. The point here is that I set the settings so that we would be able to kind of just chill, sit back, relax, and have a conversation. And enjoy Samson. Yeah. Well, yeah, Samson. 
our main man. Um, okay, well today I thought <laughs> today I thought that we would do something a little bit chill, and then I realized like halfway through it's really not chill. It's actually oh. quite poignant to what we're going through currently with the COVID nineteen crisis. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we have been having conversations about the fact that like two days ago I watched Contagion and Train to Busan, both of one's a zombie movie and one is a Contagion movie. Train to Busan is terrifying. Is it I not the best it. horror film that you have ever seen? Not no, best horror film, but no. best zombie movie you've ever seen. Ooh. Oh, no, <gasps> I Am Legend is my favorite zombie. Really? Movie. I feel like you need to rewatch that. Also, they're not technically zombies, aren't they? Like mutants or something? They are zombies. I thought they were vampires. They bite, bite. They eat, eat. No, they're so zombies, mate. Are they? It's a zombie movie. I remember not liking that movie. Maybe because that. of the dog scene, though. To be fair, <sighs> I think that I just kind of, of as soon scene. as that was happened, that happened, I was like devastated. Fuck you. <laughs> In every respect. That was actually horrible. Do you think this is fun? Because it's not. Dude, I can't watch when Will Smith cries, I cry. Oh, just perpetually. Yes. Like always. <laughs> you can just sense when he cries. And you're like, why am I crying? Oh, of course. Of course, Will Smith. <laughs> Gotta check on him. Good old Smithy boy. Daddy Smith. Why are you crying, Daddy Smith? <laughs> uh, every time. We actually never get to the point. Where <laughs> What's the point of getting to the point? Genuinely. The point. Is the, the only point thing we have is time. Well, the only thing we have is... Um, I suppose we have time. Technically. We literally have A so lot of time. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so today I'm going to tell you, and I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but I'm going to tell you the story of Typhoid Mary. No. You've I've never heard, heard of Typhoid Mary? I, no, I, I, I think I would have heard. I've, I've heard that... Well, the, now the term, colloquially, is used to kind of just... It's, it's used for someone who just doesn't care about, like, if they're sick. Like, say, for example, if I had, like, gastro or tonsillitis and you invited me to a party and I still rocked up, then people would be See, like, I've oh, what it. are you, typhoid Mary? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I've heard it in that sense, but I had no idea it was a thing. I just yeah. thought, like, Aussies made up some bullshit. No, so this isn't Australia. This yeah. is a global, Ooh. A global situation. Yes, relatable. Let's do this. Mm. Okay. Let's just dive straight into it. Let's dive right in. Let's just go <laughs> straight into it. After <laughs> 20 minutes of talking shit. Um, okay, so born in 1869 in Cookstown, County Tyrone, which was a small village in what is now Northern Ireland, mm. Mary Mallon, a great protagonist, Bitch. was presumably born with typhoid as her mother was infected with the disease during pregnancy. Oh, gross. Um, I'll explain a bit more about like what typhoid is in a sec. Oh, thank you. Yes, because I also I don't yeah, know. was like, I remember that being an old timey disease, but I don't remember an what it is. An old timer disease. And those old timey diseases tend to be pretty gnarly. So <laughs> those old timey shit is pretty intense. But this isn't one of those ones where you have like a boil just like coming out of your face and Ew. then you pass the news and then you fall over dead. Um, okay, it's yep. not one of those. Okay, yep, 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 <laughs> um, so County Tyrone was one of the poorest areas in Ireland at the time. Yep. Um, at the age of 15, she immigrated to America and soon became a cook for affluent families. So yep. she was very skilled in the kitchen. 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 Um, so from 1900 to 1907, Mary worked for eight different families, seven of which contracted typhoid. Typhoid fever is the work of salmonella typhi, which causes a high fever, abdominal pain, and severe headaches. In the early 20th century, it killed about one in every 10 of its victims. And at this point in time, there were some reports of healthy carriers of typhoid being reported in Germany, but none had turned up so far in the United States. So Typhoid Mary, or I will now be calling her Mary Mallon from here on out because she hated being called Typhoid Mary. I feel like she had a rough go of it. So I'm just going to call her Mary Mallon from now on. She Um, is the Typhoid Mary. She is the literal titular Typhoid Mary. Um, Mm -hmm. She is the US's, technically, from their findings, the first healthy carrier case that they ever had. Before this... The concept of someone being asymptomatic while still being able to spread a disease, like, you know, when we hear about COVID and they're like, the most dangerous ones are the super spreaders who are asymptomatic. Um, It was it was not a thing at all. So we need to put ourselves into the mindset of people who a don't believe in germs at all. So like they don't think that washing their hands is going to stop that someone from getting a disease at all. They didn't believe in germs. They believed in it traveling in the air the water and in food like that was the only way that you could get sick essentially um and they also literally the the prospect that they could be healthy and still be infecting someone else was completely a 
different. It would be like me telling you that the sun revolves around Mars exclusively. Liar! Yeah. I mean, I have no scientific backing for that, but it's genuine. Or like, okay, you know what is probably more realistic? It's like Stephen Hawking's theory of, um, like, the vortexes of, like, the space-time thing where you can go through little loops in time to get to another dimension. Uh He came up with the idea of multiple dimensions, right? So every disease you make causes another dimension of where you made the other... An alternate reality where you made the other decision. Okay. Right? But us saying that that's fucking true and that's it so that's the headspace we need to be in and thus i'm very sympathetic to mary mallon um because she had a rough go of it essentially typhoid mares yep so now we're going to go through kind of her trajectory of like spreading typhoid (laughs) because that's all that's known of her early life born into poverty immigrated when she was a teenager worked in a couple of careers before she settled as a cook and then she started working for affluent families yeah who mysteriously started getting sick. So first in 1900, there was a family in Mamaroneck, New York. Yep. I wonder if that's still a place. Who developed typhoid fever within two weeks of her employment. Um, Then she moved in 1901 to Manhattan, where the first death attributed to her disease occurred with the family she worked for developing fevers and diarrhea, and the laundress of the family died of typhoid fever. Jesus. So then Mary went and worked for a lawyer, but soon left that job after seven of the eight members of the family fell ill. So the other thing that I kind of find hard to like justify is that she vehemently denies ever having any typhoid fever at all, right? Because as I said, people didn't believe in this. Yeah. She just believes that people are getting sick by chance because typhoid was around in the water and whatever. Okay. But then she's leaving... As soon as people get sick, which I find weird. That's dodgy. I'm like, why are you leaving why? immediately when people get sick? Maybe because she doesn't want to get sick. She doesn't think that she's sick. If other people are getting sick, she's like, hell no, nah, I'm out. Yes, but at the same time, like if you are working for a family and they're treating you like well, like fe- people got sick back in the day. Like that was what they did. And you didn't necessarily jump around from job to job. Like it was like as soon as people, it was like the disease was following her, but then she would leave as soon as people got sick. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's the one part that I'm like is a little bit dodgy. Like if you don't think that you have anything to do with it, then why are you not sticking around for when the people come to kind of figure out what the source of the disease is? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, So in June 1904, Mary began working for a wealthy lawyer named Henry Gilsey. And within a week, four of the seven servants living in the servants' quarters had fallen ill. Gilsey's family themselves were not affected by Mary's presence as they lived in a separate area of the state, of the estate, essentially servants' quarters, main house. Yeah. Um, an investigator did look into this outbreak, but concluded that a separate laundress had been the case, cause of the outbreak, not Mary Mellon. So okay. they just thought that it was one of the people who was already sick who had it. Okay. Yeah. So immediately after that outbreak began, Mary left Manhattan and moved to Tuxedo Park, where she was hired by a gentleman named George Kessler. Two weeks later, the laundress of the household was infected and was taken to St. Joseph's Regional Medical Center and was the first case in that hospital for a couple of years. So typhoid wasn't around that much, which was why it was kind of easy once they started to have like a bigger perspective look at it to be like, well, this lady is going everywhere and typhoid is following her when there's no typhoid in the area at that time. Yeah. And because typhoid is something that in the perspective of like society at the time was more of like a lower class disease because it spread in like unhygienic circumstances or like bad water bad food and shit it was easy to kind of track it to her when it was these affluent families who technically had very hygienic yeah situations like they weren't just drinking like dirty water from wherever they could find it they had like filtered water from like the well or whatever yeah you know what i mean i don't know it's kind of hard to fancy bitches in their wells yeah they're just very rich people essentially and usually they wouldn't get typhoid so they're like well what is causing this very weird outbreak of like very specific typhoid in these areas yeah um so 
Blah, blah, blah. In August of 1906, Mary took a position in Oyster Bay on Long Island, which, fun fact, was the summer house of Teddy Roosevelt, um, oh with the wealthy family of New York banker Charles Henry Warren. Okay. From August 27 to September 3rd, six of the people in the 11-person household had contracted typhoid fever, which at the time was unusual to be in Oyster Bay because it was a very affluent area. Yeah. Um, so according to three medical professionals who practiced there, they hadn't seen typhoid in the area for a long time. Um, so the landlord of the property called for an investigation into the source of the infection as he knew he would not be able to rent out the land if it had a reputation for typhoid fever. The independent experts hired to find the source took water samples from pipes, faucets, toilets and the cesspool, all of which were clear of typhoid. So in late 1906, Mary was hired by Walter Bowen in, in Park Avenue. On January 23rd, 1907, their maid got sick and soon Charles Warren's only daughter contracted the illness and died. The second fatality attributed to Mary Mallon. This would eventuate as the case that finally localized Mary Mallon as the source of all of these typhoid outbreaks. A sanitary engineer named George Soper was hired by Warren, which was the Oyster Bay person, um, to find out why an array of wealthy families were contracting typhoid fever when it was generally known to strike in unsanitary environments. Originally, he believed that a batch of bad clams was to blame for the family falling ill, but soon Soper realized that there was one individual that all these cases had in common. Darling, it was the clams. (laughs) It was the clams. It was the clams, I swear. Not the lobster, just the clams. And he became convinced that Mary was a healthy carrier of the typhoid bacteria, which was very revolutionary thinking at the time. God. Try convincing a couple hundred people of that. (laughs) Asymptomatic typhoid Mary. Yeah. So imagine that, like, everybody was those, like, COVID deniers. Oh, my God. I would love that so much. And you had to convince those COVID deniers that COVID was real. And not only was it real, but you had it, but you had no symptoms. I love COVID deniers. They're my favorite kind of person. They're your favorite kind of person. They really are. I really love having fun conversations with them. It's all... What constitutes a a fun conversation? Oh, honestly, them telling me that COVID is just, it's all the plan, plotted by the government. 5G. 5G. 5G! 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 I still, I still, I've tried. 5G plus coronavirus? I've still really tried to figure out what the fuck that conspiracy theory is about. And I I just, I I actually just don't. It's so confusing. Don't they think that 5G caused coronavirus something? I think, yeah, because it was something to do with like, it was because 5G was initially only used by the military for weapons or something right so the military had 5g before we had 5g and according to a couple of military people they were like you're not allowed to use 5g we had to use like radioactive suits or whatever to use 5g because it would and then enough people heard about that and then because the 5g towers were popping up at the same time as the coronavirus outbreak was happening people put put two two and two two together together. It's like if Coronavirus? I tripped 5G? over and then I looked up and saw a bird flying outside my window and I was like, oh my God, the bird caused the trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the bird it's so did it. ridiculous. Like, I don't know, maybe, look, I don't want to shame anybody. Do you have a Spotify water bottle? <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, guys. Um, you have a Spotify water bottle. They did Explain. give me a water bottle, <laughs> actually, guys. So this podcast is a, is a lot more Green. professional than you think Is this a Frank Green Spotify water bottle? They just sent us you all any Christmas chance, Do you by any chance work in the music industry? <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to shame me for having perks at my job. Whatever, anyway. Just You're just mad because your water bottle is a monster. <laughs> I wish you guys could have visuals because this is obnoxious. It's like a litre water bottle. Mate, Which, this, like, this it, are like... you pregnant? Because, like, what's the point? <laughs> this is like a transformer. But you don't even have a bag that, it's like, you have bottle. a tote bag. And that would be the size of your tote bag. Dude, so, like, it has a full handle for easy carrying. It's like a bottle handbag. I suppose that, mm, can you put your phone in there? Is well, it a bottle handbag? Is, well, is it a bottle handbag, Skylar? Well, my phone isn't waterproof, so no. Mm. Oh, you showed me with that. <laughs> How silly of me. Um, what was I going to say? I'm going to say something. Else. Something about Spotify. And- oh my god. Don't shame me for the job that I have. I don't shame you for getting half-priced drinks at the Kilji Fab. Words now great, never Oh yeah, you know you now have her full name and also where she works. Please, all, of, all, of our, all of our listeners in Taiwan come hang out with me. <laughs> Fuck. 
my life. Look, if this does blow up, I'll go back and I'll edit it out. But for now, I doubt it. Take this as a fun little scavenger hunt. Can oh you God. find Skylar? Jesus. Luckily, all of And my... the only clue you have for me is that some people call me CJ and I work in the music industry. Oh, I hate it. Who'd be easier to find? Obviously, me. <laughs> Luckily, all my socials are mad private. Sorry, she's also white, so you'll get more money for selling her. Um, okay. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, so, one, two, three, back to the story. At first, he was unable to locate her. As we said, she tended to leave a location as soon as an outbreak began without leaving a forwarding address. But he soon managed to track her down, still working at the Bowens estate. This is what I mean. Like, why not leave a forwarding address? Why are you leaving and trying to not be found if you don't think that you have something to do with it? I have no empathy for her whatsoever. I have a lot of empathy because you haven't seen what happens to her. (laughs) She's a bitch. Like, oh, she absolutely is. She's known to be very aggressive. She's, like, Irish and she has a very thick Irish, like, a tough Irish bitch. You know what? I don't vibe some cow being a super spreading psycho. It's not fair. Not cool. <laughs> well, you suck strap in because man. you're going to hate her more if that's your opinion. I'm so keen on that. <laughs> so, Sober's initial actions were to confront Mary Mallon and accuse her of spreading the disease. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I don't know if I would accept that on face value either. Like, if someone just knocked on my door and was like, you're a super spreader. Ah. Oh, Actually, fair crack of the whip. If someone told me I was a super spreader of COVID, I would go into quarantine immediately. I would be like, okay, sure, whatever you say. Saving yourself. But if they said that I had, like, scarlet fever or something, I'd be like, well, I think you're wrong, though. Like, I think yeah, that's incorrect. I think that that's incorrect. Um, wrong. So, yeah, so he just essentially, knock, knock, bitch, you have typhoid and you're killing people. Um, and so this only caused him to be threatened by her with a carving knife. Um, even though he swore that he engaged with her as diplomatically as possible, um, even offering free medical care to help with her condition. Sopa described Mary as a hot-tempered, stubborn, and painfully isolated person, even before she was put into quarantine. So Mary refused to provide Sopa with any samples, and thus he began compiling a five-year history of her employment, coming to the conclusion that, as I previously said, seven out of the eight families that Mary Mellon had worked for during the time period had claimed to have contracted typhoid with 22 infections and the death of a little girl. Up to this point. Well, isn't it two two people she Yeah, so the laundress died, but, you know, affluent people don't care about them. People don't care about servants. Who cares about servants? Um, So technically two people have been confirmed to have died from her But only one of them matters right yes i love that because she was a child and rich um so soper again tried to convince mary to provide him with samples of her hair stool and urine but she vehemently denied refused believing that typhoid was everywhere and that the outbreaks had occurred because of contaminated food and water as a note at the time the concept of healthy carriers of diseases was virtually non-existent i'm continuously putting that in because we need to be you know, have the mindset of someone in the 1900s. We're very different now. We have rights, you know, women. Oof, it's exciting. It's exciting. We can oh, think for ourselves. But at that. the time, you know. Who needs rights? No, how do you convince someone me. that there's tiny invisible things on your hands? And those tiny invisible things are leaping onto other tiny invisible things and turning those into bad tiny invisible things and then you're dying. Do you, Like, genuinely, the concept is quite out of this world. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is a bit weird. Like, when you actually break it down, if we were the first people to come into contact with the idea of germs, it's a bit fucking wild. <laughs> I mean, there are tiny little balls spreading death Not seeds. balls, but they're in this... Tiny invisible. balls spreading death seeds! <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Soba did wonder how Mary was transferring the germs since they wouldn't have been able to survive the heat of cooked food um, and soon found his answer in Mary's most popular dish, ice cream, with raw peaches cut up and frozen in it. I reckon she was getting her fingies all in there. She'll be getting the little fingies, little digits in there. Mm, sure she is. She was a demon. Whoever that was. Oh, stop it. Stop taking the rubbish out. What would you do if the door was like... I would, for, I would jump out that window. I'm not would joking. You? Yes. Would you? You could also jump out the balcony. I reckon it'd be easier. That's There's a good no fly screen. With a... <laughs> <laughs> you removed a fly screen. Wow, your energy is really bringing up this... Um... Thank you, guys. Sorry. I'm just... Mama needs a Red Bull. <laughs> Shall we? Your dependency on energy drinks is most worrying. Shut up. No. What you gonna do? <laughs> so, by this point, Sopo had run out of options and thus notified the New York City Health Department, who in turn arrested Mary Mallon for being a public health threat. 
<laughs> well, yeah, whack her in jail. So after evading authorities for five hours, she was found out due to a scrap of her dress being caught in the door of her hiding place and was forced into an ambulance by five policemen and one doctor, whom at one point had to sit on her to restrain her. She was a feisty bitch, now, my that dude. Is, that is a big bitch. That would be me if I was... I just had like a panic moment where I was like, did I press record? <laughs> Oh my god, can you But imagine? I did, I did, I checked. It's fine. I just literally Restart, I was like, <laughs> pretend well, you've heard nothing. It's well, fine. Round two. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so she was really fucking feisty. I feel like it would be me. It would, like, if so. Oh, absolutely. I, I would be feral as fuck. Um, so Mary was transported to Willard Parker Hospital, where she was restrained and forced to give samples. Finally, they got the samples that they've been wanting. For four days, she was under constant surveillance, not even surveillance, surveillance, not even being able to get up and go to the bathroom on her own. Yeah, no, it's pretty wild. That's that what they do of, when you get arrested, my dude. <laughs> that kind of sucks, but also don't be a typhoid Mary bitch and this won't happen. Like, she know. I reckon she totally knew that was her man. I think she did only because She wouldn't of have the been so dodgy. She if she was, if, like, she wouldn't have been so dodgy about it and, like, losing her shit like a crazy little headless chicken. Oh, no, if, apparently that was just kind of how she was. Oh, okay, so that's, so you. Right. Um... <laughs> I mean, fair enough, but also, still, man, you like potentially killing people. Get your ass in quarantine. That's that's the thing. Like, if there's even the potential that you're maybe killing people, just wash your hands. (laughs) Do what Gladys would want you to do. Wash your hands. Social distance. Wear a face mask. Social distance. Don't go to work if you're feeling unwell. (laughs) Stay home in your comfy little bed. Eat some ice cream and get your nose swabbed. And get your nose swabbed. Which is not, I'm telling you now, not fun. Yeah, I haven't been COVID tested yet. You haven't? It's horrendous. And I really don't want to do it. It's really Can I just, like, not see anybody instead of having to go and get tested? It's actually really bad, I'm not going to lie. Oh, shut up. You're freaking me out. I'm not, I mean, I don't have to at this point. It feels like you're getting, like, a lobotomy or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, So, as I said, poo-poo people around her people people. it was discovered through the samples that mary indeed did carry a massive number of typhoid bacteria specifically in her gallbladder and when questioned mary admitted that she rarely if ever washed her hands (laughs) she was a cook getting her fingies in the food that's disgusting as a note this was not unusual at the time as the germ theory of disease the theory that microorganisms known as pathogens or germs can lead to disease was not widely accepted yet surely the concept of getting like feces in your food was accepted <laughs> surely like oh yeah totally it doesn't matter if i like go to the bathroom wipe my ass then go make this guy's cake delish yeah bit so of extra it's not very nice like, would you like some extra seasoning please <laughs> oh yes god. could you be a hotel we out here <laughs> oh my god i always forget about that disgusting yeah i don't want to get a lawsuit from them so i'm not going to repeat the story justin hems don't kill me oh my justin God. hems yeah hasn't he invested in it now i told you about this in february he invested about, in Pudgy bay i don't know anything about justin hems hey justin i don't know who that is oh sorry yeah sorry we can't name called please don't sue us we love you justin <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Maybe he'll be a guest on our podcast one day. You can get Justin Hems to tell us his ghost stories. I'd rather not. Of all the venues that he owns. Of all the venues that have. <laughs> the fact he owns most of the city, but it's fine. <laughs> Shh. I don't have money to be, pay for a lawyer. <laughs> Shut up. Me neither. Okay. In March of 1907, Mary Mallon was sentenced to quarantine on North Brother Island, a dot of land in the East River just off the Bronx that housed a quarantine facility. As a part of the terms of her quarantine, she had to give stool and urine samples three times a week. Authorities suggested to her that they should remove her gallbladder, but she refused as she still, at this time, refused to believe that she carried the disease. And at the time, gallbladder removal was a dangerous surgery that could result in the patient's death. I mean, fair enough, and I get it. But also, how, she, she's born with typhoid fever and lives with it. Yeah. So she was born with it because her mum got it when she was pregnant. So there's no, so there's no cure for it at this point. No. So there's typhoid. They fever. tried. They tried for the entire time that she was in quarantine, and they could never get rid of it. So she just lives in quarantine. Well, <laughs> we're gonna get there. Um, 
So she was also never exhi- she also never exhibited any of the fever symptoms, including fevers. Had any of the why did I put any of the fevers? Oh, any of typhoid fever symptoms. Nailed it. I thought I was very clever. Look at me. Um, including fever, headaches, and diarrhea. Mary flat out refused to stop working as a cook, as it was the highest paying job she was qualified for, and up till this point, she had constantly lived her life in poverty. So it'd be like genuinely if someone came to you and said you can't be a bartender anymore being a bartender gets you more money than being like a waitress right or being a barista or something like that mm. like if you're living in poverty and you have literally no money and someone tells you you have to go and have even fucking less money yeah and you don't and they're telling you it's because of tiny invisible little things that are making people die you have tiny little bug people on your hands <laughs> and they're killing people so you now can't do your job and you need to go and be a, a poor little rat yes essentially that is literally essentially what happens are you starting to feel bad for her yeah kind of also bitch (laughs) (laughs) um and the fact that like if she exhibited even some symptoms then like she would believe it but like she's literally at nothing she just has these men standing all around her staring at her being like okay anyway i would be pissed off i I reckon but i would hope like i would like to think that i would be someone who would just instantly believe the revolutionary prospects but i have no way of saying that like we've been raised in very like progressive times and in relatively like Like very upper class setting like to a you know and obviously if if you're a true revolutionary you know that injecting sanitizer into your veins kills covid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Especially if you eat it, put it on your toast in the morning. Eat it. <laughs> Vegemite and sanitizer. Oh my god, it would be so gross. Vegemite and sunny. You know when you like accidentally get a little bit, a little bit in your in your mouth and it's real. Why? Do oh, you, it's so nasty. Why do you lick oh, so- did I not tell you? I'm like those people with in my strange addiction. I'm just eating. <laughs> sanitizer. I've actually burned a hole through my stomach. Got three months to live. (laughs) (laughs) Got three months to live, actually. actually. Um, Okay, so Soper published his article on Mary Mallon in the Journal of the American Medical Association, which led to Mary attracting extensive media attention and being dubbed Typhoid Mary. Do you feel bad for her yet? No, I don't. She's <laughs> annoying. I don't like her vibe. Like, she's just a bit of like... She kind of sounds like a sick bitch, to be fair. Oh, she does sound badass, but also, you're <laughs> killing people, Mary. Mary, look at me, you're killing people. Okay. Stop it. Okay, so- stop it, Mary. Stop. <laughs> Mary. Mary. Stop. Mary. <laughs> So Mary. <laughs> I said stop. Stop. It. <laughs> Don't make me raise my voice, mate. Don't make me raise my voice. <laughs> Rips out a carving knife. Um, okay, so. Expect nothing less. Sopa. I also don't know if I'm saying his name right. I'm just going to it. Sopa. S O P E R. S O P E R. Might be Sopa. I but I like Sopa better. High vibe. Sopa. Sopa. No, it's Sopa. Sopa visited Mary in quarantine and offered to write a book on her, like as in write a book on her case, and pay her part of the royalties. But Mary angrily rejected the proposal and locked herself in the bathroom until he left. I really get her energy. I really... I, think I vibe with that chaotic energy. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously she hated the nickname. Enough said. <laughs> I would hate the nickname too. Like, imagine if you got COVID and you accidentally infected people at work, and then everyone for the rest of your life was like, COVID Skylar or COVID Caroline. COVID Caroline has a ring to it. Right? But right. your life is destroyed. <laughs> mine, mine, is there a disease that vibes with syphilis? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You asked if there was one. Right, right for the jugular. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so this one, this doesn't even have alliteration. It's Typhoid Mary. Yeah, but like. It'd be better if it was like Mumps Mary. Mum- or Typhoid Tara. Typhoid Tara. <laughs> typhoid Tara. God, Mary. Should have had a better name. Never. Right. Sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> so not all medical expert experts. I've always said exports, but no. That's incorrect. Um, Not all medical experts supported the decision to forcibly quarantine Mary, with some stating that she need only be taught to carefully treat her condition and ensure that she would not transmit typhoid to others. These doctors believe the quarantine to be unnecessarily strict of a punishment. 
which I agree with. Many understandably suffered, sorry, many. Mary understandably suffered a mental breakdown after her arrest and attempted to sue the New York Health Department, but her complaint was denied and her case was closed by the New York Supreme Court. Suck it, bitch. (laughs) So for six months, she was not allowed to visit an eye doctor, even though her eye was paralyzed at this point and she had to wear a bandage over it. Why was it paralyzed? She got an infection in her eye and they wouldn't let her see a doctor. Why? Because she was quarantined, Skylar. Yeah, but like, can't you just like whack her behind like a glass window with some pokey holes so she can talk through it? Well, they didn't do it. And she, her eye was fucked up for the rest of her life. Do you feel bad for her yet? I'm going to keep on asking this question. (laughs) I just kind of don't like her vibes, I know. (laughs) Um, In regards to her treatment, she was given urotropin three times a year, which had a very high chance of completely destroying her kidneys. Um, so once that started to happen, um, she was moved on to brewers of yeast and hexamethylamine. What? Mm, that's how you say it. <laughs> Can you say that ten times faster? <laughs> hexamethylamine. What? I'm kind of giving up at the end of the word every time. Wait, can you change? Hexamethylamine. 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 Jesus. So it's just a it was like a, a fee, like it was Hex- just like a food hexamethylamine hexamethylamine so, yeah they were like shit we're gonna kill her by just trying <laughs> look at you go thank you <laughs> three more times for us please hexamethylamine <laughs> okay <laughs> I love that um, so yeah essentially they were like oh shit we're killing her oops and we're Switch like let's give her it. yeast instead let's give her yeast <laughs> oh. um, so as previously mentioned Mary herself never believed that she was a carrier of typhoid Word. with the help of a friend she sent several samples to an independent new york examiner all of which came back negative of the disease liar that's liar the results during her quarantine almost a quarter of her analysis also came back negative what which means that three quarters came back positive to be fair but still (laughs) still a quarter of them came back negative. Yeah. So it kind of just sounds like the testing might not really be up to scratch. I feel like, yeah, no, that's bullshit. Fuck you, Mary. <laughs> hold strong. Hold strong to your, to your, to your morals. I'm sticking, I'm sticking to it. Mary's a cow. Um, during her... Oh, I said that already. After two years and 11 months of being quarantined on North Brother Island, Eugene H. Porter, the New York State Commissioner of Health, decided that disease carriers need no longer be kept in isolation and agreed to free Mary if she agreed to to never again work as a cook and take reasonable steps to avoid spreading typhoid to others. She didn't do that, though, did Are you she? ready to really do <laughs> On February 19th, 1910, Mary agreed to change her occupation and signed an affidavit giving assurance that she would, upon her release on the mainland, take such hygienic precautions as to protect those she came into contact with. At this point, she was officially released from quarantine. Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you looking at me like as though this story isn't over right now? Because that's exactly how I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm looking at you like she's about to do something really fucking stupid, isn't she? So upon her release, Mary was given the job of a laundress, which paid $20 per month in per month. $20 per month. That's fucking heaps. Instead of, instead of the $50 she was earning as a cook. In today's money, that's $547.85 a month. Compared to $1,319.63 a month. Tell me, Skylar, would you be able to live in your nice little apartment? I was about to say the suburb! Can you stop trying to get people to murder me? Dude! I stopped myself. I stopped myself. Jesus Christ! Do you want me to give people the address? I will. No, no, because no. I will give people the address. The address is in the name, my dude. Firstly, the number and the <laughs> suburb. Um, yeah, would you be able to live in your nice little apartment House. with $547 a month? And be able to afford food? And look, be able to afford drinks? And a road trip down the coast? Look, I'd just cut back on the beers. Oh, would you? <laughs> I'd cut back on the beers and it'd all be all right. I'd stop buying bottles of wine. Oh. And that's all it takes. $547. Yeah, um, we're still not feeling bad for Mary. I'm just checking in. I assume we're not. Negative. No. Okay. Even though she is literally earning nothing. At some point, she wounded her arm and the wound got infected, preventing her from working for six months. Just checking in again. <laughs> One word. 
Centrelink. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <clears throat> no one come for me. Calm down. <laughs> this was a long time ago, people. This was a long time ago. No one get antsy. It's After fine. several unsuccessful years of pursuing other ventures, she tried just emphasizing that she tried she returned to working as a cook this fucking bitch she signed a little piece of papers and she's gonna kill everyone um i mean yeah so she used fake surnames such as breshoff and brown and moved to the mass sector as no agency that hired maids and servants for upper class families would hire her so instead of the private sector she now works in the public sector um, she worked in a number of kitchens in restaurants, hotels, and spa centers. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Almost every sh- where she worked, there were typhoid outbreaks. However, she j- changed jobs frequently, and Sopa was not able to track her down once they realized she was back to cooking. I really, really dislike her, and I hope her arm hurts. <laughs> and her eye. And- <laughs> Imagine what she looks like right now. I hope her arm. One eye paralyzed. I hope her, her arm is about to fall off. I hope her arm and her eye hurt. And everywhere she goes, she's infecting people with the typhoid. One word. And she never washes her hands. <laughs> One word. Centling. <laughs> oh my god. Someone should put that on a shirt. One word. Centling. <laughs> I I will put that on a shirt. You put that on a shirt. That's it, guys. We're dropping match. This is a review. One, One word. Centrelink. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. <laughs> So in 1915, Mary started working at Sloan Hospital for Women, and soon 25 people were infected with typhoid fever, and two had died. Did she start working at a hospital? She did. This bitch, man. (laughs) The head obstetrician of the hospital hired Sopa specifically. It's like this guy is the only person who knows anything about typhoid, but he also seemed like a decent dude. Like, I think that he really tried to run with the whole typhoid Mary thing, because he made money off of it. Um, But he also did kind of he like kept in contact with her for like her entire life. So I don't know. Um, hired Sopa to investigate the outbreak and he was able to identify Mary Mellon's involvement through the servant's verbal descriptions. <laughs> nah, that just kind of. Nah, that's like about to pop out and bung arm. Yeah, I know that bitch. I know that bitch. Is she Irish and really, wields really, a carving knife? Really, really angry. <laughs> um, and he also was able to distinguish her through her handwriting. Mary fled but was caught by the police when she attempted to take food to a friend on Long Island. <laughs> Due to her behaviour, she was sent back to quarantine on North Brother Island on March 27, 1915. Which, to be fair, fair crack of the whip, I suppose. No, absolutely fair crack of the whip. <laughs> Whacker in the... In the what? Sorry, what was that? Whacker in the hole. Gonna... In the hole? Which hole, Skylar? Which hole? The quarantine hole. Oh, yeah, the quarantine Sick. hole. <laughs> Sick burn. Oh my god. Mary, did you hear that? Mary's gonna come back from the other side. She's gonna come for you tonight. <laughs> Sick burn. So little is known about Mary's life during her second quarantine, other than that she remained on the island for 23 more years before her death. Um, Although hundreds, if not thousands, of asymptomatic carriers who had been identified walked the sidewalks of New York freely, Mary alone lived in exile in large part due to the public opinion that turned firmly against her when she failed to stay out of the kitchen. Do you feel bad for her yet? No, she stayed out of the fucking kitchen. Every other asymptomatic person was able to live their life exactly as they wanted to. Look, I feel bad. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I don't like her vibe. She had an attitude. (laughs) Mate, we have attitudes. I do not have an attitude. You don't have an attitude. I'm a perfectly calm, wonderful, Yes. She says as she literally stares into my soul with crazy eyes. Chill person. That was rude. (laughs) Not on the podcast. Sorry, let me just drink from my Spotify bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Wanker. Is that by any chance Frank Green? Wow, it is. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck Frank Green is. I didn't even notice that that was down there. I just was showing everybody Uh, the Spotify bottle. Woolworths, five dollars. That's what I'm talking about. How much is a Frank Green bottle? Quite expensive, actually. Frank Green. I think they're a bit spenny. Bottle. Bottle. 
Holy shit! Exactly. <laughs> Don't touch my water bottle. It's priceless. It's priceless. It it is uh it is honestly it's far more valuable than I will ever be. So correct, Monday. Love that friend green. Love that. Um, as of 1918, three years after her isolation, she was able to start taking day trips to the mainland. And in 1925, Dr. Alexandra Plavska came to the island for an internship and offered Mary a role as her lab technician, where Mary washed bottles, did recordings, and prepared glasses for pathologists. Why would you let her do that? Doesn't she have, like, the hand death she gives to people? I suppose if she washes it with, like, disinfectant. That was the thing. Like, they literally, the other scientists who were against her being put in quarantine were literally just saying, teach her to wash her hands and nobody will get typhoid. It was that fucking easy. Is it that easy? Yeah, I think so. With typhoid, surely if, like, isn't it... And, like, maybe wear gloves or something. Isn't it if you come into contact with people? Or is it, like, just your hands? It's just touching. It's literally just touching. Yeah, because it was in her gallbladder. It wasn't like she was hacking it up. It's not like she was coughing or anything. So if she coughs or sneezes on someone, they can't get typhoid. I don't think so. I don't know, to be honest. I didn't look into it. <laughs> we're going to get my mum on the podcast to just clarify things when we get made Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe we should Maybe we should ask her to send a voice recording of how typhoid is spread, and then we'll just insert it here. I feel like that's a really good idea, actually. Okay. No, Deanne. <laughs> Deanne. Deanne. And take it away, Deanne. Scene. Wow, thanks, Deanne. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we have a clip to put in there, because otherwise that's going to be boring. Message her. I ask will. for how We need that voice recording. I will. Thank calm you. Calm down. <clears throat> Jesus. Do not tell me to calm down. So... <clears throat> Six years before her death, Mary had a stroke and never completely recovered, with half of her body remaining paralysed. That's trash. It is pretty trash, isn't it? It's hot garbage, some would say. Just checking, it's still recording. <laughs> it's fine, just my anxiety peaking. <laughs> On November 11, 1938, she died of pneumonia, age 69. Uh, 69. <laughs> That's a peak age. It is peak age. I would like to die at 69. I want to die at 113. Why? Because then I would have lived in 12 decades, three centuries, and two millennia. That is actually very cool. Because that being the case, doubt it. (laughs) I love you, but... Some people live that long. We're probably going to die on the the same day. (laughs) romance. I think the oldest person to ever live was like 120-something. I think it was something ridiculous. Jean-Louis Calment. I'm also French. <clears throat> 122. There you go. See? Imagine getting to... So a I hun- could make it. Dude, imagine getting to 122 and going, what? Got another 22 years to go. I said 113. Yeah, I know about him, I'm saying. Imagine getting to 100 and going, lol. It was a girl. Is that a woman? Yeah. I look like a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, imagine getting to 100 and going, yeah, got another 22. I'm 22. I have been alive for 22 years. Why would she think and she had another 22 like... years to go after 122? She died when she was I'm saying, imagine getting to 100 and then oh. going, oh my God, I've got another 22 years on me. That's exhausting. You'd but that'd ca- be amazing. You'd be cactus by 100. Would you? I feel like you'd be pretty buggered. Obviously, she wasn't. on who you are. I feel like I've seen people over 100 that are still walking and I'm like, I can barely walk. <laughs> I can barely walk. I'm dying. Yeah, you are. My body's shutting down as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this has turned into a really, but we had something to tell you. Um, Skylar what? is dying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, shut up. Let me just take a sip. <clears throat> is that by any chance Frank Green? <laughs> is that no, actually, it's Spotify. <laughs> Does that cost like $50? I didn't pay for it. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Walks away in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Five dollars for the worst. Um, okay, where was I? So she died, right? At 69. <laughs> Sorry. Um, her body was cremated and the ashes were buried at St. Raymond's Cemetery in the Bronx. I wrote, but it's actually the Bronx. Um, in the Bronx. Nine people attended her funeral, none of which witnessed her burial. So people didn't really care about her, which is a bit sad. 
Um, well, she did like sabotage a fair bit. The health department laid Mary <laughs> to a lonely rest at the end of a lonely, difficult, and confusing life. While some sources say that an autopsy was performed and typhoid bacteria was found in her gallbladder, Soper determined that there was never any autopsy. Although he attempted to find relatives of Mary's after her death, Soper was unsuccessful both in Ireland and America, and no one ever came forward to claim the small sum of money that Mary left behind. Do you feel bad for her yet? Yeah, but also who's going to claim, yeah, typhoid Mary's my fam word. That's a good point, actually. I would, I would never claim COVID Caroline as my family. Oh, Fuck if my sister you. was, like, publicly shamed, I would still be her sister. No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't just turn my back on her and be like, you've shamed the family. <laughs> I could shamed, never see you again. If my brothers did something, I'd be like, you have shamed the family, destroyed the family name. <laughs> Fuck you. But did I ever tell you about the pirate in my what? family who was X'd out of all of the records because he disgraced the family name by being a pirate of course you have a pirate <laughs> it's on what? my dad's side yeah like an army hearties kind of pirate i think so or a somalian pirate but i'm pretty sure it was like did an army a- hearties type i mean it was a long time ago so that's all i can assume did he have a hook for a hand um, can you can nobody burn? literally nobody in my family will talk about it except my dad but my dad can't get any information out of anybody because it is so like contentious of a topic are you serious yeah. this is a pirate yonks ago it's Who the does? wrecking scandal oh my god yeah you filthy pirate yeah what can i say <sighs> Um, so, at least three deaths were attributed to contact with Mary, but due to her refusal to cooperate with authorities and take the proper precautions, the number could be closer to 50. If we stick to the confirmed three fatalities, Mary is not even the most lethal healthy carrier of the typhoid germ, with that crown going to a food worker named Tony LaBella, who reportedly caused two outbreaks in New York, which had caused a combined 100 cases and five deaths. So why was Mary the only person put into this very intense quarantine? Because she was an aggressive Irish woman, that's why. Women, you know? Yeah. So today, Mallon's case is is archetypal in bioethics literature as scholars debate when the government is justified in depriving someone of her freedom for a perceived greater good. And it's important to remember that neither Mary nor the public quite understood what she was being accused of, which it must have felt something akin to thought crime. And that is the story of Typhoid Mary. Look, I do feel bad. I'm not a terrible human, but mm, also, debatable. So, all right, fair enough. But also, she should have at least like let them like test get a, get her tested, right? Just to see, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but if also, someone asked for your shit that you didn't know, would you give it to them? Well, doctors do that. I don't know. My he actually wasn't a doctor. He was an engineer. An engineer walked up to He was you a go, sanitary hey, engineer. Can I have your shit? Yeah, that's like my friend Marcus walking up to you and asking for... I mean, a sanitary engineer, so probably like sewers and shit. But that's like my friend Marcus walking up and asking if he could have some of your shit. Why, sure. Because he suspected that tiny invisible things were living on your skin, in your gallbladder, technically. And that you were killing people. Look, if that's what you're into, sure. <laughs> By all means. By all means. By all means, have my turds. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel really bad for her. I think that it would have been very confusing and very intense to have literally everybody hating you for something that was completely out of your control and you were born with. I do believe that she made choices that were not smart, but I think that when people are defensive, they do dumb things. And I do believe that it would have been hard being a woman with no husband in during that time, no family literally making like no money and the government's like your only option is to live in poverty because you're not qualified to work in any other space that'd be horrendous yeah who would have thought that caroline would be empathetic oh my god who are you who am i um cool so a little bit of a bummer on the end there But that's oh. the story of Typhoid Mary. I enjoyed that one. Now you know where that comes from. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty famous one. I feel like I've heard about it a lot. And I was like, I was going to do something. Initially, I was going to do Jonestown, which I don't know if you've heard of, but it's a cult one. That's like that mass murder, Drink right? Drink the Kool-Aid type situation. I thought, wasn't Jonestown where there like hundreds and hundreds of people died in that town? Like all Drinking the Kool-Aid, yeah. What? Kool-Aid? I thought they, like, were, like, 
popping pills and people like they were all like dying in agony and killing their own babies and yeah that's mm. horrendous <laughs> i don't know where you went there at the end but yeah i don't know it was a cult it was a cult in jonestown which was in south america somewhere i'm pretty sure um and yeah it's where the whole like drink the kool-aid thing came from um anyway that's a massive story and i was going to do it initially and then i was going to be like we can record back to back and then we've got like three episodes and have it in three different parts um but then last night i decided that i was lazy so i did typhoid and two times i need like a week to sort that out so i'll do that for like maybe next week or whatever you unless you're doing the next one i'll totally do that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you filthy animal. I think I've done like one. No, I've done two. Done one. You've done one. You did Old Mate Space Challenger, which was very interesting. Thank you very much. Guys. No worries. Thank you. So I had the idea for a new little segment that I thought would be cute. Banana boat. Let's do it. Um, weird news story of the day. Oh, oh, oh. Because oh, you what? know the news is completely covered with COVID. And I don't watch it. So, but I love a good, very strange news story. I have not collected said news story because I didn't know about this segment. No, it's okay because I I got one for us to go through. I love that. Let's do it. Okay, lovely. What's the weird news story, guys? Eating snails. Fishermen (laughs) rescue fugitives stuck in Northern Territory mangroves. This is from news.com.au, by the way. Thank you, news.com.au. What? Eating snails? Two Darwin fishermen stumbled upon a naked, mud-covered man in croc-infested mangroves yelling for help who turned out to be on the run. What the fuck happens (laughs) in the Northern Territory? It really is the frontier, hey? (laughs) The frontier? It really is the frontier. Like, I... Oh, Can man. you imagine if he just came across a naked dude and he was like screaming? Covered in, in marshlands, covered in mud, like ah, ah You don't want to go you don't go swimming in Darwin. As someone that has lived in Darwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had my, I remember that my my auntie told me that. She you, went, you know, do yeah. the swim in Darwin. No swim swim in Darwin, please. Absolutely not. not Only in pools. Or a swim. Don't get in the fucking ocean. That's, there that are would crocodiles be in there. Everywhere. Terrible. It's, I hate public pools. Dude, I was on the beach when we were kids at Mendel Beach Markets. Ooh, nice little snack-sized bite. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Fucking hell. I was a kid mm. at Mendel Beach Have Markets. Have you seen Rogue? Yes. Did I show it to you? No, I saw that oh, years I was ago. Say, and we could have watched Rogue, but it's fine. You've seen it. But we can watch it again. Yeah, but you have so much to see. I'm so young. I'm so. She's so impressionable. I have so much. To, I have so much to give. I'm, just, I'm ready anyway, to be. Finish your Darwin trial dom nom story. It really isn't that deep, guys. The crocodile <laughs> came up the fucking beach and everyone shit themselves. The end. <laughs> the end. My mom. Australia. My mom was like, "Oh no, no, no!" And why were you on the beach on the first place? Because we were watching the sunset. But you just told me that you're not meant to be on the beach. We weren't in the water. We yeah, were but it doesn't sand. matter. Do crocodiles? Do you usually see crocodiles in the water, or do you see them? on the sand oh fuck off well, anyway i'm just saying don't be an idiot and you won't get in territory sunset is amazing natural selection bitch. <laughs> natural selection bitch are you gonna like bring in my color blindness into this as well because you no because you fucking self-victimize enough with your color blindness for the two of us no i don't i'm joking your color yeah. blindness is a serious condition i'm being serious <laughs> i am being serious because you always think i make fun of you for it when i don't you do i do not if anything i'm very accommodating i try to point out colors all the time Welcome to our next section. Our next section is who would you like to bang this week? No, not yet. I'm reading the article to you. I haven't finished yet. For fuck's sake. Do you not want me to do it? Yeah, finish it off. Come on. I thought that was it. Snails. Fugitive in mud. Do you not like the new segment? I do like the new segment, but I can't feel sorry for you when I know that you can't actually be cute because you are the devil. (laughs) If I was the devil, I would have gotten a lot better off than this fucking shitty apartment <laughs> would have made myself like lucifer i'd live like a king oh okay. my God. two friends on a northern territory fishing trip got the shock of their lives last weekend when they found a naked filthy man calling for help in mangroves <laughs> naked <laughs> according to nine news mates Cam- because this is how australian media is written according to nine news mates cam forst and kevin joiner were laying crab traps on sunday at east point around 18 kilometers from darwin when they discovered the man in the crocodile infested waters as they pulled up to help they found the distressed man holding onto tree branches he told them he had been eating snails to survive after losing his way on new year's eve we thought he was having us on taking the piss and then we went closer and realized the severity 
Mr. Force told Nine News, completely naked, cuts all over him, swollen feet, covered in muck. The mates gave the man water and beer. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. That'll do ya. Loaned him a pair of shorts and took him back to shore where they called an ambulance. But in an even stranger twist, they soon discovered the real reason for his bizarre appearance. It turns out the man was Luke Voskoresinski, who <laughs> was wanted by authorities on an arrest warrant for allegedly breaching bail over an armed robbery. The 40-year-old allegedly escaped by ditching his electronic ankle bracelet. I was going to go visit him in hospital and my partner's a paramedic saying he's in hospital with handcuffs on two cops babysitting him. So we were like, oh, maybe we'll leave it. <laughs> Mr. Morse told reporters. And that's my weird news story of the day. I thoroughly enjoyed that Wasn't segment. it lovely? I really liked that. Thank you. Thank you. Stop overcompensating for making me feel bad before. For that gift mm-hmm. that you've bestowed upon me. Oh, shut the fuck up. I who loved you, it. Who do you want to fuck this week? Snails! <laughs> you want to fuck snails? No, I don't. That's called bestiality. They can't give consent, Skylar. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Always and forever. I watched The Gentleman yesterday. Oh. Fucking hell. Yeah. Did you see the thing where he came out as being, like, he's he is, like, a right-wing political person. Not a conservative, but he what? does have right-wing views. And every, all the memes, what? all the memes were like, we knew. Which you can't lie that you didn't. I'm devastated. But you knew. Okay. Everybody knew. I knew. I knew he was religious. I knew he was religious. I knew. He's not conservative. Like, he's not against anybody's rights or anything like that. But he just has... Uh... He is so Southern, dude. Like, I don't know. What I just, you... like, I don't think it's surprising. And I don't believe in discriminating against people for their political positions. But I thought the memes were funny. Of everyone being like, it's devastating, but it's not surprising. <laughs> We all knew. I'm not. A, I'm not against anyone doing uh, what the, what they want. When but right wing conservatism is kind of based. No, he's not a conservative. So he's but he's right wing. Yeah, you don't have to be right wing. Isn't it? Be, no, people. The liberal party is right wing. I know. And oh. we're just. I just think in the U.S. it's so aggressive. The two ends of the spectrum. I know. Do you know what I mean? They really are. Yeah. So thoughts on Trump? Hey. I think that he's a bit middle ground. My thoughts on Trump. Fun guy. <laughs> are, you, are you manifesting asking this question to Matthew McConaughey? No. I mean, Matthew McConaughey, how do you feel about Donald Trump? I don't think that he voted for Trump, if that's helpful. No, I don't think he did either, because yeah. like, you'd have to be absolutely psychotic. That has ruined my day. Do you know who else is? Who? Vince Vaughn. Oh, I don't care about Vince Vaughn. I cared about Vince Vaughn. That would be sad. He's a wanker. Yeah, apparently he's he got is. a weird head. You have a weird head. You got a weird head. So? Don't say that about Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I really liked him. Dude, Vince Vaughn's just a walking meme now. That's all he is. Apparently that Friday movie was good. The, like, you know the horror film that he came out with? What? No. Yeah, he came out with a horror movie. Apparently it was good. I don't know if it was called Friday. Um, I have one. Yeah, and I'm going to get a picture up because I know for a fact you wouldn't know who this man is. Say the name. Say the name. <laughs> say the name. You serious? It's from a show called Bridgerton, which our listeners will know because everyone's talking about it at the moment. I have not started watching it, but I have heard of this this thing. So the leading man is one of the most perfect people I've ever seen. Wait, what's his name? His name? Oh shit! Wait, I just started looking for pictures. I didn't go to the actor's name. His name is Roger Jean Page. No idea who that is. Yeah, because this is like his claim to fame. He hasn't really been around since before this. Can you say the name again? Roger Jean. You're a Roger Jean. And just, just keep on going. Okay, let me have a look. Um, look, I'm not gonna lie, doesn't do anything for me. What? No. Racist. He's gone. What? Oh, get <laughs> No. He is so fucking hot, Skylar. No. On the show, his energy is ridiculous and his face is perfect. How can you not um, find that attractive? I just... I forgot I, you're only attracted to lanky white dudes. <laughs> My boyfriend is not lanky. <clears throat> I just... Do these three do it for you more? Does that make you feel better? No, literally none of them are attractive. Yeah, that's because they're not attractive. But you know who is? This guy. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Mm. Honestly, you and your right wing... 
Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) You and your homophobic racist Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) He's not homophobic or racist. I'm joking. I joke, I kid. I I feel like your heart's been broken though. I'm so fucking devastated. He's so hot. I don't understand how you can't think he's hot. He can die now. Look at him. What? I just don't vibe, bro. I don't vibe. No, it literally does nothing for me. Is he me. too pretty for you? Actually, you've told me this before. You don't like people he's, who are pretty. He's too... It's you too... actually prefer it when they're a little bit ugly. <laughs> like, that's what I took from our conversation when you were like, I don't like people rugged who are is too the, attractive. Rugged is the word I like to use. What? You think Luke is rugged? No. He's wonderful. <laughs> 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 well, well kind of anyway thing. so this is what i'm masturbating to this week thank you so much <laughs> for telling me that you're welcome is that not what this segment's for i'm confused <laughs> i thought that this was what this was anyway he's gorgeous and i'm just enjoying having a new crush if anybody else is on board with me then tell Skylar to fuck off as well so attacking me, I feel like. We need to start an Instagram so that they have somewhere to contact us. Oh my god, we should. So that they can speak to us. You guys and then I can put pictures. <laughs> then I can put pictures of like the. <laughs> not of us, of like the crime and shit. Of Typhoid Mary. Uh, we're putting our water bottles on the story so that everyone can decide mm. who has the better water bottle. Alright, we'll start that this afternoon because we actually have a very large amount of time. Um, which is kind of rare for Skylar and I. But I go back to work tomorrow. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I have um, very fancy rosé that I was gifted um, from work at Christmas time. If you would like to drink some, it goes with my Spotify water bottle. They're gonna think that I'm like very high up, and I am not. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. It's um, been real. This was a really fun episode. I really liked this episode. I enjoyed this. I thought I've this had was a really nice good. time. I, I apologize for yawning twice. Yeah, well, daggers both times. It's alright. We're in a new setup. We're getting used to the new kind of vibes. We won't go on another hiatus, as CJ. No, said. we're going to genuinely keep this up we're gonna keep going because guys. we enjoy doing it so we like, enjoy you our one listener six but we may Sucks. have lost all of them no. we're two month hiatus so. most likely but next week we will come back at you it'll probably be me telling you a story that's a lie it'll be me it'll be me <laughs> it'll be you i'll try my very best okay can you remind me okay <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. We need theme music. Wow, that was just complete red. That's 